On this episode of Deep Thrones, we review Season 1, Episode 10, Fire and Blood. We prepare for the death of Khal Drogo. We break down everyone's reaction to Ned's beheading. And me and Chris celebrate completing a full season, plus many more hilarious segments. Winter is here. Oh, Sheena, you hear that? <laughs> That's the sound of a nice Christmas boy opening Christmas up. Christmas boy. You know what? You just it's cranking the fucking your... season finale, baby. Did you just Let's rock? <laughs> you rock it Get back on a crispy boy? Dude, this this crispy boy is rocking back on me, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to go. So this uh this is exciting finale. episode, our first finale. finale. Yeah. Wow. First of eight. Dude, we we made it through a ten whole episodes. Well, nine, I guess. So this will be the uh This will be the, the trial, right? Yeah, God willing, we get ten. Gods, we'll leave it up to the gods to decide. The old gods um, and the new gods. We actually we have a sick episode planned here, so we we kind of mixed it up a little bit. Um, we're introducing a new segment, so you guys will hear that later. I'm really excited for that. Should mm. be a lot of room for debate, debate and controversy. Oh fuck, I love it. Debate and controversy. That's what that's what makes everything popular. Hell yeah, that's how we go viral. That's right. And controversy. That's right. And retweets. That's right. <laughs> and big titties. And also, and 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 large tatas. And also, um, apparently, I had some mic issues last week. Yeah, apparently, <laughs> it's a work in progress. We're we're working on that. That's right. Um, Be prepared for Mori. <laughs> yeah, we might have some more cutting out for for this episode, but. Um, See, you just call me out if it starts cutting out, and I'll try to. I feel like that's what makes it. us fun. You know, there was like. Like in the 90s, sure, the WWF was big time, but ECW, we're ECW, we're the nitty-gritty one, you know? And if we're oh, lucky, yeah. or, we'll or get or bought WCW. out. <laughs> yeah, we're the one WCW where it's like, you know, thumbtacks and getting hit with bottles and stuff. That's what we are, of the podcast community. And, and, and cracking open crispy boys. Cracking open crispy boys, you know, yeah, fish fucking, that's us. That's us, us, us to a T. <laughs> that, that's our brand. That's, that's our, our brand. brand. Uh, all right so you want to get into this review here yeah season one episode 10 fire and blood uh our first finale you want to you want to take it away with the first scene oh yeah so the uh scene opening up here is in king's landing at the Sept of baylor kind of left or kind of picks up where the last episode left off Arya's um just witnessed ned get his head cut off and yorn uh night's watchman is trying to help her escape the scene and he transfers him into, or basically transfers Arya into the boy Ari, like starts cutting her hair and stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's a. Not too much else to it's, it's touch a rough, on in that scene. And, no, it's pretty much it. It's a rough scene, of course, because it's basically just a continuation of last episode, which is head, head is rolling, Ned's head is rolling, uh, Sansa faints, and, uh, you know, you can see in Cersei's face, she's disgusted. Because she knows Joffrey fucked Which up. Which is wild. Yeah. Yeah. It's you don't you don't really see Cersei surprised too much. No, no, she rarely is uh, too surprised, uh, especially when an enemy dies. But she wasn't too happy about it. And then the the next scene where in Winterfell, um, we kind of have like a, a dream from Bran. He sees a three eyed raven, and it goes down into the Winterfell crypts. So the next morning, Bran wakes up and tells Osha and Hodor let's go down there and then they actually get down there and Rickon's um Rickon's direwolf shaggy dog attacks them down there and um basically even Rickon's Rickon direwolf is a dumb fucking name shaggy dog yeah he, uh, dumb but shaggy name. dog's like a wild motherfucker like he would attack people all the time in Winterfell yeah um but yeah, so, and then they, basically they had the same dream that they were going down in the crypts and that Ned was down there. And then Maester Lewin uh, confirms once they get back up top, because uh, a raven arrived in Winterfell and said that Ned had died. Yeah, yeah, so it was a little foreshadowing there. And, I mean, Bran's at that age where every time he has a three-eyed raven dream, he has to be like, God, another one of these? That's like, was like me, what I would wet dream as a kid. 
<laughs> like, it, ever, like while it was happening, that gotta get those Opdraws, guys. That's Opdraws is a thing me and Chris invented back in shit, what, like 2006, where it's you go covert ops <laughs> after you wake up from a wet dream because you gotta get them clean draws on. <laughs> you gotta get the clean draws. You can't let That's anyone right. know in the house know that you uh, that you went to bed. <laughs> yeah, no, whoops. <laughs> so you gotta you gotta put on that night vision. You gotta get the Mission Impossible music. You gotta get to your drawer real quick. Get out those clean boxers. <laughs> take off that gooey pair. And you gotta stuff them real deep into the hamper. <laughs> oh man, yeah, you can't. That's a rookie mistake. Leaving you them on top of the hamper. No, <laughs> no, you can see that stain a mile away. <laughs> oh man, and then uh, the next thing we're in the Riverlands. <laughs> We're gonna move on from that before people ask too many questions. We um, might have so revealed next, too much. Yeah, we did. The next scene, we're in the Riverlands at the uh, Northmen camp, and Rob and Cat both just got the news that Ned got his head chopped off. So they're all grieving right now. Rob's out in the woods slashing at a tree. Catelyn um, kind of says, like, hey, the only thing you can do now is get revenge. So um, did you have anything to add on that scene? No, but it's basically just continuation that you said. Uh, we're just seeing a bunch of reactions to Ned's death. And from there, yeah. we go to Joffrey being a prick still. We see a guy singing a song about mm -hmm. Robert's death. And obviously he had been singing this, at, you know, probably in the streets for money. Joffrey didn't find it amusing, so he gave this kind of jester guy an, an option. Have his fingers cut out or his tongue cut out. And he says, well, every man needs his hands, my lord. And he goes, oh, you made your choice. He cut out this motherfucker's tongue. And then Joffrey walks over to Sansa and says, "Hey, got something I want to show you." <laughs> yeah, what? I mean, this this is classic. This is when Joffrey, right? Up until I this mean, point, I don't think like between last episode and this episode, this is when we all begin the "Whoa, fuck this guy!" real hard. Oh yeah, you start to realize that there's something seriously wrong in his head at this point. But um, as you were saying, he leads Sansa out onto the ramparts outside the Red Keep, and um, Sansa immediately notices Ned's head up on a up on a spike, and she's like, "No, no, don't like, please don't make me look at it." And Joffrey's like, "No, like you have to look at it. Um, your brother's head will be out there next." And then Sansa gives him a little gives gives him a little clap back. She's like, "Maybe Rob will put your head out there." Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sansa got beat up by Marion Trent after that. Yeah, um, but also, and he sucks too. No, yeah, because he also shows her Septim Ordain's head. Oh yeah, that's right. Forgot and about something that. something from this scene that I would like to point out real quick is that she actually has a thought of pushing Joffrey off the little bridge there. And the hound right. stops her. So the hound, folks, pay attention. He's actually protecting her. He's a good guy. He he is. And at this point, you don't really see too many flashes of it. Later on in the series, you kind of see it. But at this um, point, I this hated is him. Kind of the the first it. time I watched it, at this point, I hated him. And now coming back, I see he's actually protecting her. Right. Yeah. That's a, that's a good observation. That. Thanks, Chris. I'm learning. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> um, and then we're back in the Riverlands at the Northmen camp. A very important discussion going on here. Um, all the northern lords are basically trying to figure out what king they should acknowledge. Or and, Stannis. Uh, or... Right, and, and pay fealty to. So, yeah, you have Renly and Stannis or, or Joffrey, and Joffrey's pretty much out of the question because they, he just <coughs> cut Ned's head off. And... Um, uh, some of them are making a strong case for Renly, and Rob's, you know, just like, no, like, if, if Bran can't be the Lord of Winterfell while I'm still alive, Renly can't be the rightful king while Stannis is still alive. So, um, right. at this scene, uh, Great Town Umber basically declares Rob the king in the north um, and starts the chant, everyone starts chanting with him. And that was, uh, this is one of those, another one of those, like, defining moments or kind of like major catalyst in the story don't you mm -hmm. think oh without a doubt and they all hail king in the north and this is when king in the north first becomes a phrase that we can hear and it is a catalyst because you see Catelyn almost have a little hesitation but you see a glimmer in Rob's eye he likes it right mm -hmm. yeah, I, I mean I would be kind of shit in my pants if I was a 14 year old boy and I'm throwing my hat in the king ring but I guess that's why I'm not a king, right? No, that's right. I mean, LeBron was drafted out of high school, so he knew. 
Uh, well, you're also 18 when you leave high school, though. Not 14. Well, or in your case, 20. <laughs> and then um, it, it, in the same scene, uh, kind of a little later on, Catelyn goes to see Jamie, And Jamie's in captivity. Um, Catelyn just basically threatens to kill Jamie. And Jamie's not scared. He's like, here's, here's how you do it. Um, and in the scene, I mean, this is like the first time that Cat and Jamie really interact. Um, but you can tell from the get-go that Jamie's winning this mind, this mind battle right now. And he's the one in, in captivity. Like, to win mind games, you have to be a huge prick. And he's a huge prick. And so he's really good at it. He's yeah. smart. He's wily. So he's, he's beating her. And he actually admitted that he pushed Bran out of the window in the scene as well. Yeah, he does. He says, he's like, I kicked that little fuck right out. <laughs> Saw something he shouldn't have. That's right. Oh, man. We remember. Episode one. Remember that, gang? Yeah. And then, uh, where do we go from here? Isn't this when Cersei and Lancel are playing little, little games? Oh, yeah. Fucking weirdos. It's a, it's a quick incest. scene. Cersei, for some reason, can only bang her family. And Lancel's walking around naked, and she gets a letter that Jamie's been captured. She's not too thrilled about it. But then she tells Lancel to get in the bed because she needs to, she needs to get that, you know. <laughs> she needs that family loving, man. That's so, that's so weird that she just moves out. Like, Jamie's gone, so all right, let me find the next closest relative that I can spank. I know. It's so weird. I know. It, it is weird. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not about that. She's she's just she's just a Lannister through and and through, inside and out. And then we get more Lannister action. We go back to the Riverlands at the Lannister camp, and uh, Tywin's holding a war council discussing how to proceed after Jaime's kidnapping. Um, and well, I shouldn't say kidnapping. It's more so a capture, right? Kidnapping yeah. is kind of like when people pull up in white vans. <laughs> That's Rob. But uh, yeah, hey, I got some. <laughs> I got some incest in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And then uh, so Tywin gets super pissed because Jamie is captured and kicks everyone out except for Tyrion. And um, at this point, Tywin kind of shows some respect to Tyrion. Um, and he actually names him Hand of the King in this uh, in this yeah. scene right here. Yeah, and I like that Tyrion actually says, he goes, why me? And Tywin says, because you're my son. And I, I appreciate yeah. that, a good father-son moment, which is important. Uh, and, from, and it's rare with Tywin and Tyrion. Right, that's why it's mostly important, to see it from them. There are moments where Tywin is good to Tyrion. Very rare. Yeah. Uh, and from here we only, go... It's only when it... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but it's only when it yeah. when it self services him. You, know? you be careful with that <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, sorry. Go, go ahead. I just no, that's true. That. No, it's one hundred percent true. You're right, Chris. Good point. Good point. You're very lucky. It was a good point. Um, thanks. Thanks. If you look at it from there, we go to uh, back across the narrow sea, and Khaleesi and Jorah are looking at Khal Drogo, who's a fucking zombie. He's and not moving. It's. it's it's sad to see him like this, man, because... Yeah. And her baby has passed a... away. She lost the baby, and Khal Drogo yeah. is on his way out. He is a, a vegetable, in essence, right? Right, and and Danny just gets smacked in the face with all this bad news as soon as she wakes up, but... Oh, yeah. It's it's really hard seeing uh, Drogo like that, because honestly, he was one of my favorite season one characters. Yeah, he's um, a solid season oneer. And, and this is also where Mary Mazdur, the, the uh, blood mage starts getting a little cocky and she's like yeah I knew your son would die like life for a life blah blah, blah. but up until this point she's just been yeah. sneaking in shit to kill people so yeah and when Danny uh, says she's like but I, I freed you and she's like they already like had had their way with me three times they killed people I took care of they burned down my god's temple like this he had this shit coming yeah 100% um, and then next scene we're in Castle Black and basically John finds out that Ned died and so he's deserting the Night's Watch. Mm-hmm. That's literally basically it. Yeah. yeah. That's basically it. And from there we go to Tyrion talking to Shay, telling her she can't come to King's Landing and then she does like whore wizardry on her and he's like, alright, fine, you can come. It's basically that. <laughs> that's it she, too. She is the biggest, I mean, she's the best uh, at whore wizardry. I mean, she, she captivated Tyrion right away. Yeah, no. 
And then uh, next scene, we kind of follow up scene from that scene at Castle Black. Um, we are south of the wall now. John's pretty much racing on his horse, and Pip, Grin, and Sam are, are following him. Uh, right. All his brothers in the Night's Watch, and they remind him of his vows, and there's like this touching moment where they all um, say, the, say the vows. And I think this is another turning point um, in John's life just because this is when he truly realizes, I think, that these are my brothers as well, and I've got important stuff to do up here. Uh, just as important, if not more important, than down south. Right. Right. No, that's a hundred percent true. And he realizes that that's where he needs to be. And uh, from right. there, we hop back to Khaleesi and Kyle. Kyle is a vegetable, and Khaleesi realizes his quality of life will never be better. She even tries to like will him back to life, but it's just not going to happen. So she smothers him to death with a pillow. Sad. That, that was a sad yeah. scene. She at least could have like face sat. <laughs> On a vegetable man, that's the clock. That's like that's crossing all sorts of lines right there. Yeah, he probably would have woke up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But no, it actually it, it is a touching scene and I think uh Amelia Clark does a really good job with this scene because like it's all basically her facial expression in this and, and it it does resonate with you. Like it it, it was a sad scene for me to watch. Yeah. She's yeah, I mean to have to kill the, your your moon and your stars that would suck. Yeah, the the fault in your stars. <laughs> the fault in my stars. Yeah, it's Amelia Clark. Yeah, I I'll be her mountain. I'll or I'll be her her stallion. I'll mount the world if she wants me to. All right. So um, we're in, we're in King's Landing at the Red Keep. Mesa Pycelle just got done smanging, and um, he's talking to. Uh, yeah, they, there's they a naked hooker in there, but there's no way that guy yeah. can get hard. I don't know, dude. He puts in work. You saw him like get up and do like jumping jacks at the end of this scene. That's true. But uh, but yeah, so he and then he starts talking to her about the kings that he served. But nothing too interesting in the scene, really. No, and from there it takes us to more stuff. And this time we're in the throne room where Baelish and Varys are having kind of again a battle of wits. Uh, they do this. They have their little back and forth. Are you ready to rumble? rumble. Fucking Varys and Littlefinger just going mind to mind. It's head basically games all day. It's basically just like if Wilma Valderrama was in this scene. It's just the show Yo Mama. If you remember that hot VH1 show, <laughs> uh, it's just these Yo two. Mama, yeah. It's just these two burning each other. Well, Wilma Valderrama is like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want a thousand dollars cash money? Cash money. <laughs> uh, but no, like th honestly, I get pumped up when I see uh, scenes with Varys and Littlefinger because you know there's gonna oh, be yeah. that mental chess going on. It's Ali um, Frazier, dude. In terms, yeah, of yeah, but uh, but then you know that you know that Littlefinger is just gonna slide in a fucking dick joke every time. He did. So just... was, I forgot the one in this one, but it was so good. I mean, it was it was like literally within the first twenty seconds of the scene, and Littlefinger yeah. hits him with a no dick joke. Oh and Varys is like, man. "Ooh, good one." And then Varys is like, "Do you spend many restless nights thinking about my gash?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Well, not yours, but sure." <laughs> man. But yeah, they, it's it's funny. Like, I feel like they secretly like each other, but like they neither do. one of them would ever admit it. No, they give an inch. Yeah. Uh, from yeah. here, we see um, all the little little boys and girls being sent to Castle Black. Arya, of course, one of them. She's a boy named Ari. We're introduced to a few characters who will play pay dividends down the road. Hot Pie is one of them. Gendry is another. Uh, but Arya, mm -hmm. right now, as far as anyone is concerned, is a little boy named Ari, and she's going to the wall because this is Ned's friend's way of sneaking her back to Winterfell. At least that's the goal. Right, and she she runs into some bullying from Hot Pie at first. Um, because Hot Pie is way bigger than Arya is, but then she draws needle on him and he kind of pees his pants. She <laughs> and, uh, said, "She's like, I've already killed one fat boy." Yeah, which yeah. is great. And she's like, "I, I like killing fat boys." <laughs> yes, <laughs> Colonel right. Sanders, same. <laughs> uh, and then we got a John and Lord Commander uh, Mormont scene. If you like, to take oh, that yeah. one. We're, we're up in Castle Black, and Mormont and John. Mormont basically brings up the fact that he knows that John tried to escape, and um, John like kind of freaks out a little bit. He's like, "Oh, you heard about that?" And Mormont's like, "Yeah, if I, 
you know, if I went around punishing everyone that leaves the wall for a night, then we'd be like, we'd only have half our people. Yeah, we'd only have um, ghosts. Yeah, which, which, he's alluding to the fact that Night's Watchmen, like, leave to go whore and stuff in, in Mulstown. Right. Um, but that's not what John did, obviously, uh, but that's what he was talking about. Yeah. And from here, we cross the narrow sea for the last scene. The best this is, scene. This is... It's perfect. This is, um... Yeah, I mean, honestly, Khaleesi, this is a great way to end the season. Khaleesi sets fire to Khaldrogo, giving him death by pyre. Of course, she ties the witch to it as well, so she burns to death. And Khaleesi mm -hmm. walks into the fire with her three eggs. Jorah freaks out. Flaming Inferno goes all night. Everyone falls asleep because it's burning for so long, and they wake up. Everything has burned to the ground, except for Khaleesi. There she is. Buck-ass naked. In all her glory. With three baby dragons crawling around her, and she is absolutely, in every sense of the word, a smoke show. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, Literally you, a smoke show. Yeah. But yeah, I think... Um, I think this is a great way to end the episode because it really gets... I mean, it gets the blood flowing for season two. Oh, it gets um, so many the, things flowing. Yeah, Winter like, was you all... You got live, live dragons now? Like, come on. That's... I mean, that's so significant. They haven't seen dragons in, in Westeros in like 200 or 300 years, I think, at this point. So, oh, man. Oh. Uh, pretty, pretty significant um, ending to the season there. And that was... That's the season finale, baby. Also, I cut, I cut you off. I feel like sometimes whenever I talk about Khaleesi, I get really excited and then I do it too soon. Um, but Lord Commander Mormont with John at the wall also did say that they're going to do a little raid north. Yes. Just for the rest. Yes, they're going on a ranging um, north of the wall. And he's leading it himself, which Lord Commanders of the Night's Watch never do. Um so it's uh it's actually that's also actually pretty significant in setting stuff up for season two um but what what what'd you think of this episode where would you rate it at i loved it i gave it an eight because uh, business is picking up it's really picking up Whoa. and uh i um i give it an eight it didn't have because last episode to me was an 8.33 i believe yes it was an 8.33 as i go back in my uh -huh. notes this one's a solid eight i really appreciated it uh, a great finale. Khaleesi was naked, so we're on we're on we're on schedule. <laughs> See, I was I was on the fence with this one because I didn't I didn't know where to weigh my points. Right, I didn't know whether I should rate it high because it sets up for you know season two so ex so excellently, or if I should rate it low because there wasn't much action action and there wasn't really too much to digest in this one. So I went with the middle ground and I rated it a five. Um, it's, I mean, it's really like a hangover episode. Like you, everyone's like so shocked from Ned getting his head cut off, and then this one kind of brings us back into, okay, well, how do we rebuild from here, and how season two going to be? Um, so yeah, I just gave it a five. Hey, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, I can't. I don't want to judge you for it. I mean, it's a fucking stupid rating, and you're kind of a moron, but no, it's fair. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, thanks yeah. thanks for supporting me during my moronic times. You no know? problem. That's you got to lay off that ambience. That's what podcast partners are for. Yeah, no, of course. That's what we're, it's podcast. I would like to believe we're more, I'd like to believe we're actual friends, Chris. Well, yeah, I mean, who who makes a podcast if it's not with their friend? I don't know. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, that's true. Get, get it together, young man. Sorry, dude. Right. I've had a lot of ambience. Uh, <laughs> what, oh, man. Are you going to start fucking dropping, dropping uh, racial bombs on us and stuff? No. Are no. you? Maybe. No, uh, I'm here for it. So, best line, Yas Queen, first segment? Yeah. Let's get to this segment before we get to the new segments. Uh, my best oh, line, yeah. if I may go first, if you don't mind, is simply put, the king in the north. Oh, nice. It's, I love it that. is crucial years down the road, seasons down the road. We'll see how crucial it is. But right now, this is the seedling that will grow into a great story arc for the entire show. And then my oh, Yas yeah. Queen, which you touched on, which I loved, was after Joffrey says he'll 
give Sansa her brother's head, she says, or maybe he'll give me yours. Just a good clapback. Just a nice, Just a good clapback. Oh, just to test him. Just to check him. Check him at the door. And, and then I, it kind of, I mean, it's, it sucks because she actually got clapped back after she said that. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, she gave it a little sauce. She, she tried it. She tested the waters. So, uh, my best line was when uh, Jamie and, and when Jamie was talking to Cat Stark and um, he goes, there are no men like me, only me. I thought that was pretty neat. Pretty true cocky, too. but true too. Um, confident. I like to say, I like to call it confident, not cocky. Yeah. You know? um, and then my my Yas queen was uh, Joffrey talking to Sansa when they were walking up to Ned's head, and he's just kind of like small talking. But he goes, "And as soon as you've had your blood, I'll put a son in you." And I was like, "All right, well, Joff, be a little more romantic when you're when you're talking about putting sons in people." You know? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. You're not gonna get in the bedroom after a quote like that, you know. Yeah, no, I mean that's not the best pickup line I've ever heard. Can you imagine being at a bar and being like, "So, have you had your blood?" <laughs> <laughs> is it? Uh, is it What's your blood? Yet? What's your blood like? It, Tell me about your blood. Just uh, swipe right and get a match on Tinder. And it's like, yeah. All right, nice to meet you. As soon as you've had your blood, I'll throw a sun up in you. I'll throw a sun in there. It's that easy. <laughs> Wow. For real estate. Yeah. For some, yeah. It's for real estate. That's right. Sounds better get some flex seal. Oh, man. Get that shit. Uh, Don't want to deal man. with it. Uh, Billy Bay is here with another, with another fantastic, fantastic product. So good. Uh, the uh, next segment and then is... I think uh, actually, yeah, next segment, I think we probably have the same one, but this segment's hottest moment. Um I'm going to let you go first because you're probably going to get real fucking excited about this. Okay. Well, I decided to have two because we all know, listen, Khaleesi naked. Yes. Of course, that's the actual hottest moment. I literally wrote Khaleesi gets dragons and I get a boner. So it's a win-win for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then I wrote all all those good boys on their knees in front of Rob. That was the other hot moment. Chanting the king of the north. Wait, did you spell boys B-O-I-S? Of course, I'm not an animal. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Let's go. Sometimes I like to do B-O-A-S. That well, that's that's when you're talking about boss. Boss. Some boss. Yeah, boss. <laughs> Some crispy boss. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I had the same hottest moment. Your first one when Danny gets the dragon eggs. Um, it, I mean, it literally is the hottest moment in the episode. I mean, she's on fire, so. Um, there's not really any arguing with that. Oh, for sure, for sure. So this is this is our uh, special segment time. So this is the first time that we're introducing this. We might keep this going for the next finales, or we might switch it up on the next finales. You know, True. kind of a, a work in progress here. True. We but have some ideas for a we... few seasons. I know your friend suggested an idea that we're definitely going to do, but we can't reveal that now. But this is a great segment. Oh, yeah. Hit us with it, Kraft. Yeah. Facts. So we're going to do Mount Rushmore. And um, we have two Mount Rushmores that we're going to cover here. I'm really excited for them. The first one is Greatest Fighters. Mm. Fighters. So I said that weird. Not greatest good. Fighters. And um, the second one I'll reveal when we get to the second one. But um, CD, um, of course, you know how Mount Rushmore start. So it's kind of like a snake draft. And there's only two of us. So it'll go fairly quickly here. But. Um, one of us will start, so and then the next one will go and pick twice, and then we'll bounce back to the other who picks twice, and um, so forth. So uh, yeah, I like I like the idea. Pick. I like the idea. My first round pick nice. would be uh, Jean Snow. Ooh, that's a great pick. He's the best oh, in the man. show. I mean, a... he's the best in the show. Yeah. So. I don't Ooh, think there's a better fight is, than John's than John than John Snow. I mean, he definitely has the highest body count by far, I would say. That's right. Uh, okay. I, I, I mean, I can't argue with that pick. That's a great pick. My four um, are good. My my first round pick is Brianna Tarth. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, she, I mean, honestly, if I were to pick, you know, top two best fighters, it'd be, be between them two, right, John and Brianne? That'd She'd be a great matchup. Um, She's pretty tall. He's actually pretty short, so that's fair. 
Yeah, I, I would say he's quicker than her, probably. Definitely um, has her on speed. Yeah. And then my my second pick will be Braun. Oh, great prick. Great pick. Great prick. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Thanks, I wonder sorry. if he's ever going to get a fucking castle. I hope he gets his fucking castle, dude. Same. I wanted him to get that one girl from Dorne. She was fucking hot. All right, that's later on. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, talk about spoilers, huh? Yeah, uh, watch you just give away the... Why don't you just undermine the whole podcast? My spoilers are so not even important, <laughs> and yours are like, yeah, this guy's dead in three seasons. <laughs> oh, man. All right, what's your, what's your second pick? So I just get one, right? Second or do I get two in a row? All right, so my second pick is Arya. Okay. And my next is Sir Gregor Clegane. Oh. <laughs> All right. Damn, dude, you got a great Bomb Rushmore so far, actually. Yeah, kinda, my draft is going really well. Well, actually, we'll we'll post these on on the Deep Thrones accounts, and you guys can vote and let us who know has the better. Who oh, has I the like better that. One. I like that. Right. Um, okay, so my third and fourth picks are going to be, and this one, I don't. I mean. Yeah, you're fucked. All right, I'm going to go with the Hound. I'm going to go with the Hound at number three. So you got Brienne, the Hound, and who's the other one? Or no, this is the other pick. And Bron. Bron, that's right. Ooh, that is a good roster. Bron. All right, and who's your fourth? And then, and then my fourth, and you're probably going to be pissed about this, um, the Night King. The Night King? Who's that? What do you mean, who's that? Oh, the Night King. What the fuck? You could take the Night the King? Fucking- the fucking Night King, yeah, dude. The, the Night King the who's fucking javelin fighting throwing. fighting he does is throw a javelin. spear the entire time. Yeah, death. and he fucking, and he is a fucking gold medalist, dude. Alright, <laughs> I mean, alright, that's fine. Yeah. So I feel all like right. I gotta take, like, Bran, but I'm not gonna. Um, yeah, no, fuck My that. fourth pick and final pick is Dario Naharis. Oh, nice. Yeah, I got a good roster. That is nice. Yeah, you do. Okay. Two thirds so, of my right, two, so you had John. Half you had John of my Snow. roster has fucked Khaleesi. <laughs> <laughs> you try to you try to see yourself in there. I want huh? Yeah, I just try to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got um, Snow. So you had John Snow, uh, the Mountain, Arya, Arya, and Dario. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I think I think honorable mention would have to be. Uh, well, and I was actually gonna put him in there. Um, Jamie at his peak, yes, for right. sure. Did I would say um, Serial Pharrell would probably be honorable uh, mention. Yeah, yeah. I I think um, Jack and Hagar, but I guess he's no one, so I don't know. What do you even, what would you call that? Um, but he would be up there. He's Prince nobody. Prince Oberyn Martell. Oh fuck! I mean, well, yeah, but Sir Gregor Clegane killed him, so. Right. So yeah, that was that was a hot start, though. I like this. Damn. Like yeah. This what's the next one? So the next one is because I most actually hated, forgot. Oh okay. Most hated Game of Thrones characters. Alright, because I totally and, forgot, um, so I'm trying to make my list real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, listeners, if you couldn't tell, we're doing we're we're. Uh, Factoring in the whole series in this uh, Mount Rushmore, not just season one. Um, hence why the Night King was chosen. But, and um, Dario Naharis, for that matter. Yeah. Fuck. This important shit. I don't want to fuck this up. I'm really excited. So, should I start out this yeah, one? Yeah, I got, got the first pick last time, so go. Uh, I gotta do... I gotta do Ramsey Bolton. Fuck, there goes one of them. Yep, that's a good pick. First pick right out the gates, Ramsey Bolton. Alright, so it's my first pick? Yes. My and first second, pick. First and second. Alright, well my first pick will be obviously the most evil fucking prick on the show, and that'll be Rick and Stark. <laughs> That's fucked up, man. Fucking, this kid, let me tell you something about Rick and Stark. This kid oh, is a piece man. of shit. So he's my number one. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. My number two, Cersei Lannister. Evil as fuck. I'm taking Cersei Lannister. Nice. Cersei was also on my on my draft board. Um, okay, I'm gonna have to go with Joffrey at oh, number two. Fuck. You're killing me in this one. That's good. Yeah. Well, I mean, your first round pick was Rickett. You could have picked him up in the fourth <laughs> round. That's true. You you <laughs> never would have taken. Him. Yeah. 
Um, so Joffrey and this this third pick for me is tough because there's so many so many people. Um, but I'm gonna have to go with the High Sparrow. I really did not Fuck, enjoy the High Sparrow. There's another one of mine. God damn it! Oh really? Nice. Yeah. Let's go. Rick and Cersei, and now I get one pick, or do I get two? I get one. You get one. This right, will I, be your. Or Night, wait, no, Night, you get Night two. King. You get Night third King. and fourth, right? And you, one. No, wait. I get one, then you get one. How many do you have? Okay. I have three picked already. Oh, I get one, and then you get one. Yeah. I take Rick no, and. You get two, two. and I right. get my fourth. Right, so Rick and Cersei, yeah. and then I got Night King as my third pick. Okay. Nice. And my fourth will be Marin Trant. Ooh, that's a good pick. Oh fuck! I, I had another great one I would have taken. Yeah, he's he's actually like, and he's like one of the worst bad guys on the show because he's like, he doesn't actually like fight anyone fair throughout the whole time. He's just picking no. on like little girls and shit. Yeah, the whole time. Okay, um, with my fourth pick, I will select. Little finger. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Gotta go, Littlefinger. I um, I didn't draft him, but I want to take an honorable honorable mention for uh, Thorn, Elster Thorn. Oh yeah. Fuck. I mean, is he like a? Well, I guess it's not. It's not. Toward bad the guys. end, he's he most is. Hated, so yeah. yeah. Oh, it's true. Yeah. But I think I have a good right. list: Night King, Marin Trant, Cersei, and I think my number one pick is such a fucking ball. Rick and Stark. Fuck him. Your that's, list, that's your list, pick your right list there. is fucking solid though. That's a solid list. I, I'll take my fighters any day, but I think your list and most hated is by far the best. Well, we'll we'll let the listeners decide. So we'll we'll throw that up. I, the, I think uh, you underestimate how many people fucking hate Rickon. <laughs> I mean, well, let's not let's let's not sway the voters here. But I I'm actually I'm in agreement with you. I do not like Rickon. No. Um, I did not make that Rickon. I did not share that Rickon. I no. did not post not that Not my Rickon. Rickon. This uh, is an anti-Rickon podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so that'll be cool. We'll we'll have this. Um, by the time you are actually listening to this on Monday, uh, the dra- or the, the uh, post should already be made on Twitter to vote. So get out there, make your votes, do what's right, vote for Mims. And, uh, uh, well, you Mims just said we should America. sway the vote, and now we're doing campaign ads? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, I just let my roster do the talking. Alright, I like I'm that. I'm just here so I won't get okay. fined. Um, uh, so, next segment, Thrones for Thrones Dummies. For dummies. You, you got a question for me uh, here? Mount Rushmore staying, though. In each season, we'll just do different categories. Because, obviously, we wouldn't yeah. do the same category if we're doing all-time Thrones. Uh, but I do got a question for you. What are the sigils so, of the Great Houses? Ooh, great question. Thanks. Um... So this is a no particular order here, so I'll just start with the furthest north, um, Stark. It's a silver direwolf. Um, House Aaron is a white falcon with a crescent moon. And uh, Lannister is a golden lion. House Tully is a silver trout, which is probably the lamest of all these sigils. Um, just a little fish swimming around. Um, Greyjoy is a golden kraken. Um, Targaryen is a red dragon. Baratheon is a crowned stag. Um, mm. Tyrell is a golden rose. Mm. And then uh, Martell is a is a sun that's being pierced by a spear. Yeah. Did you do Bolton? Well, Bolton isn't a great house. But it's, uh, most but it's a flayed man. Flayed man. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a flayed man. That's like, that's like literally like if like a flag was just like, you know, like a dude being tortured. Like imagine a country... Because all the sigils are mostly normal, except for that. Do you, did you ever see the episode of South Park when they it was about the city's flag and they were like trying to get it changed? Do you remember that one or no? No. Well, it was it, their flag was people being hanged on the, on the flag. That's so essentially these. <laughs> that guys. kind of reminds yeah. me. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of it. Like you know, the Lannisters are like, "Oh, look at our lion," and the Boltons are like, "Look at our flayed man," and they're just like, "What the fuck." Scary stuff, man. Um, so you want to find George Day? I do. He's not cashing in on any of this good poon we found him. Why don't you go first? <laughs> um, all right, because I didn't really like come up with one for this one yet. 
Um, what do you mean yet? We're recording now. <laughs> you gonna, yeah, but, wait, we're yeah. Gonna... Right. <laughs> I'm gonna come up with one other plot here. Don't don't question my, my methods here, right? Yeah, it's true. You've had some good ones the last minute. I mean, I remember the little Tay one, which you literally found as we were setting up to record, so that was genius of you. Chris, can you be prepared yeah. for the fucking show? Huh? <laughs> Dude, I was I was prepared for everything in the show, and I guess for I'm... some reason the fine droids... Just slipped kinda, your mind. I, I'll be honest with you, I'm a little frustrated. Your mic has sounded fine tonight. Oh, fuck yes. I know. Let's go. I this think, has been a good I think maybe it was like the, the morning, like the pre-warning that I gave before. I don't mean to but... brag, but this is, well, I, a good pre-warning goes a long way. Like, here it comes. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so, FYI, it's it's about to come. <laughs> it's going to be coming. <laughs> just to fill you in. All right, who's your date here? All right, I guess I'll go first, even though... Yours is gonna suck. Well, I already came up with mine while we were just talking. Was so it a banger? Alright, you go, because uh, mine is better than yours, it's, probably. It's relevant. So, um, it, it, it's last week there was a, uh, a chick, her name's Elise Cornet. Uh, she's a tennis player, and she took her shirt off um, in between sets because she, like, accidentally put her shirt on backwards, I guess. Um, so,. And then she got fined for it by the by the refs, or they got she got like penalized for it. So I'm thinking that we need to hook her up with George because George is all about letting Titties. letting it fly. You know? Wait, I where mean, she, she did she have a bra on? Yeah, she had a sports bra on. But um, but yeah, I'm just saying like George would ju- definitely empower her. Be like, yeah, just fucking play naked if you want. I don't care, just let it fly. Do your thing, girl. So yeah, that's my that's mine. Yeah, one second. I'm Googling. <laughs> um, so mine actually is pretty good. So, listen. We've been trying to get George a woman for a while, and it hasn't worked. So I think he needs a dude. Not only a dude who can love him and can and can, and can take care of him, but, <laughs> but can motivate him. And, and George right now is not finishing that book. And I have quite a few Thrones friends who want that final fucking book. Right, Chris? Hell yeah, give us that damn book. And someone who can motivate him to write would be another guy who has a lot of time on his hands and is also, uh, he's not only a famed writer, but he's also a famed uh, Alfred Plea Bargainer, and that's Michael Peterson. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. That's it. Well, George is going to have to stay away from staircases, though. Oh, yeah, he's you don't. Have to get you a nice... don't. Don't go near stairs. Get a nice ranch style house and settle down together. <laughs> nice ranch, <laughs> possibly in the flattest state in the union. Uh, <laughs> just a nice ranch. Well, how 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 can I? I I I I can And that's in Michael Peterson. Uh, watch the staircase on Netflix, folks. It's a very good show. But he uh, that probably killed his wife. Let's be honest. He probably did it. I think he did. Um, but he'd be great for him because he wrote a bunch of books. He could motivate George. Um, he can, you know, he can, um, you know, George is big into fire. Michael's big into blow pokes. So it all works. <laughs> nice. I, I like that one. That's a good one. Yeah, actually, I so. Staircase, I thoroughly enjoyed the Staircase. Actually. 13 hour long episodes. I was like, there's no way I'm going to finish this. And it had it done in two days and enthralled me. And actually, after you watch the first episode, you're like, how are they going to go on for 12 more episodes? I, they actually put it together The access well. the documentary has is insane. To the prosecution, to the defendants, to the scene. Oh, they have yeah. access to everything. North Carolina didn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, film it yeah. all. Yeah. Uh, and you got some unnecessary titties? Hell yeah. I always got unnecessary titties right under the shirt. Um... <laughs> But, uh, so my, my unnecessary titties is, I actually have two, so, um, I'll just go ahead and give my yeah, two. I'm two. assuming yours is probably going to be one of them. Yep. Um, it's when, uh, Mr. Picel is, uh, just supposedly just got done smanging and the prostitute Roz is up there and she starts cleaning out her coochie while, uh, Mason Picel <laughs> That's true. Is giving, I forgot about that. giving a monologue. You know, I just thought that was a little unnecessary to show the the cleaning going on and then my second one is when uh, Lancel Lannister is sitting there naked after Cersei and them smanged and he's not I mean he's he he, he has the body of a boy like he's really frail and skinny looking skinny yeah Uh, yeah it's kind of weird pretty unnecessary in my opinion yeah I also have Lancel's ass and taint 
as my unnecessary titties, but also it, it's one thing to show ass and taint, but his hair is the worst. It's like the most obvious wig, I think, on the entire show. Well, at least he's not wearing that stupid little pincer's hat that he always wears, though. <laughs> if he what, was, what though. What if I put him in that funny naked? <laughs> yeah. And he, I would lose my shit. And he had, like, a little gesture <laughs> shoes ad. Oh, my gosh. Or just fucking tube socks. Some white tube, tube socks. socks. Yeah, like black <laughs> New Balances. <laughs> Seriously, you got, like, a uh, Lannister gangbang going on. Fuck <laughs> like, oh, shit. Uh, All right, are you ready? Yeah, this is your fucking favorite segment, Trial by Combat. Yeah, and my least favorite we skipped this week, Westeros History Minute. It was replaced by Mount Rushmore, but it will be back next week, folks, so we apologize ahead of time. It's going to be back next week, and it's going to be fucking five times as long, and it's going to be fucking sweet. No, I'm kidding, it's not going to be five times as long, but it's going to be pretty sweet. Hey, honestly, I'll just settle for a working mic throughout the segment. (laughs) That would be huge. Am I, right. am, I, am I going in and out right now? No, you've sounded great the entire time. It's just it was during Westeros last week when it was at its worst, which honestly I think is just a message from God. <laughs> <laughs> the old and the new. Yeah. Okay, so my, What's your trial? My trial by combat, another shitty original, because I find that the shitty originals get the best play, the best response, and I'm sort of a weird uh, human person. So I figure we'll just ride this <laughs> lightning for a while. See how long I can come up yeah. with them. And so mine is a scripted show. So it is a TV show. So this is not a documentary. It can be filmed documentary style, but it's scripted. And it's about Brett Favre's life as a retired athlete. Uh, but he really misses football. And it leads him down a kind of dark path. His wife divorces him because uh, she doesn't consider him to be a man without football. Because you know how he kept unretiring? Yeah. Yeah, well, so this kind of plays on that. And she says, she's like... You know, you'll only be a man if you if you play football. All you ever do is promote those fucking jeans. You know, he's on those jean <laughs> commercials, you know? Those Levi's? Yeah. No, he does Wranglers. Oh, he does Wranglers. Yeah. That's right. Fuck. And she says, she's like, you'll only ever be a jean spokesperson, Brett. That's all you'll ever be. You're not a football player. You're not a man. So Brett actually goes kind of nuts, right? And he begins going on a murderous killing rampage. Uh, and he starts murdering people. Yeah, Brett Favre goes insane because he doesn't have football anymore. All he is is this fucking spokesman for jeans, and no one gives a fuck about him. Uh, and the tagline for the show is, he's deadly out of the pocket, right? Uh, and the, sh- <laughs> the show is called the show is called the Wrangler Strangler. Oh, I like it. Kind of like the uh, Scranton Strangler. Only... That's right. That's right. They're like the Wrangler Ooh, Strangler dude. strikes again. What if it, like, tied in together and it turned out that the Scranton Strangler was actually Brett Favre the whole time? I think it'd be fantastic. And I think the show would be amazing. I really do. This is not... This is this is deep stuff, guys. This cuts deep. Honestly, I mean, if it... Like, I could see it, it just being, like, a like a fictional, like, a drama. And yeah. it's just about, like, a football player who has some CTE and it kind of, like, ruined his life. His family left him and now he, like, murders people. That would actually be a great show, I think. So I think you're onto something here. Yeah. The, but you don't agree with my Strangler, Brett Favre. Would be Come a working, on. It would be a working title. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, wow. I mean, I, I, I'm picking up what you're laying down, but I'm not picking up all of it. I'm leaving some of the shit on the ground. Come I'm picking up the He's good, like, I, I like stuff. to wear my Wranglers when I'm out throwing sticks to my dog. You've seen those. We've all seen those commercials where it's like, look, there's a black yeah. lab and here's a stick. Oh, yeah. And then you could be like, I like to wear my Wranglers when I'm strangling motherfuckers. Stop breathing. What, where, where do the copper fits come in? Can we get some of those going? <laughs> He's got to get some copper fits. Do you remember when he sent that dick pic and he was wearing Crocs? Yeah, when he was on the Jets for like a for like a few months. <laughs> he had a cup of coffee with the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> Sending dick pics at, at breakfast. I wear Crocs when I send my dick pics. <laughs> I'm a Wrangler man, <laughs> you know. So just imagine that guy strangling you with that voice. You gotta stop breathing now. <laughs> like, he's a simple guy. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, I like it. I think we should. I think we should put push that in production. I think we gotta get Porter Potty Boys out yeah. there in the production. Hey, can you do me a uh, favor? I want to so. do this season eight, our last episode ever. So when we do our Mount Rushmore, we'll do a few Thrones Mount Rushmores, but then let's Mount Rushmore all the shitty originals. Oh, I like that. Yeah, you like that. Yeah, we're ten in, That's and cool. I'll be honest with you, the thought that I have to come up with about uh, sixty or so more. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is the hardest part for me every single time we do the process. Oh man. Well, yeah, I mean you're coming up with gold every time. Well, I gotta keep minus, them out. No, no, well, you already said it. Talk about, you already said it. We're not gonna talk about legal jannies. Why the fuck? Man. And what was the other one? You had a really shitty one that was worse than legal jannies. Was, was it the casting couch caster? Well, that one was bad. I just wrote that one off. I didn't fish even fuckers, talk about the that. casting couch caster. Fish no, fuckers. you. Fish fuckers. Eh, fish fuckers was alright. I'll give you that. I forgot what was after I think fish it was fuckers. The, oh, porta potty it was boys. The, cast, the casting couch casters. Yeah, because you like porta potty boys, and you also like the Joker and the Smoker. Boys. The Joker and the Smoker has has a future. That one has, has a, a future, future in this business. <laughs> that one has a future in this business. Just imagine, but, like, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, another good CD original there, so I hope someone actually just, like, steals one of your ideas and gets rich off it before you can. Actually, I don't hope that, but it'd be funny, kind of. That would be funny, but I feel like us having this out in the airwaves is proof that it was my uh, creative property. Intellectual property? Yeah, so it's I think... my P. So honestly, if they did do that and did all of the work creating it, that might just be an easy litigation where I can get some money. So maybe, actually, yeah, hopefully they do do that. I yes. don't know. Someone, much like the two moons, someone explain to us how intellectual property works. <laughs> yeah, why don't we get why don't we get our IP guy on the phone? Yeah, looks like those are the Deep Thrones fans. Uh, yeah, and also life. continue to send questions, guys. That's fun. Hell yeah! We we will um like we said we'll post those polls so you guys can pick who won the Mount Rushmores. Yeah. I'm really excited for that. But um, other than that, that was the season finale. I hope you guys had as much fun with this season as we did. Um, we made it to season real. two. Yeah. Next we, week uh, is season two. That's gonna be fucking wild, dude. With ten, we made it through ten whole episodes. I thought I thought oh. maybe we'd get the pilot out and then this thing would be done with. <laughs> yeah, I thought we'd really. We've, this is dedication, and again, we do it because we enjoy doing it, and that's one of the things I really like, Chris. It's been a lot of fun, man. It has been a lot of fun, and I, like I said, I hope uh, the listeners are having as much fun with this as we are. Um, that's all I've got for this week. All right. Well, Chris, I'll see you at Season 2. Fans, I'll see you at Season 2. And uh, Khaleesi, hit me up. Let me mount that world.